Hey guys, how are you? Welcome into a Tuesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Perrault. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt each and every morning. We are here on bettingpros.com, always being brought to you by BetMGM with the offer $10 bet to win $150 on any event. Promo code Juice150 at BetMGM, betmgm.com for new users. Juice150, that promo code to get into $10 wager, win $150. We're always on bettingpros.com, YouTube for the video, and wherever you get your audio podcasts, where, uh, well, I'm frustrated. It looks like the Warriors are going to beat the Atlanta Hawks, so we'll go one and one on our NBA plays, so down the juice there on that, and then we're down a full unit because of the uh, 1.1 units on the day, because the same game teaser does not hit. Now, I'm not going to go too crazy here, okay? I, I, I'm, I'm very frustrated with the referees. I'm very frustrated with the turnovers. And those are two bad football teams. Uh, I mean, the Steelers are not a good team. Okay. And maybe you're a Steeler fan, but your team's bad. Okay. It's just, it's a bad team. And the bears are horribly coached and they have horrible turnovers. And Matt Nagy is just a horrendous leader of that football team and just the whole thing. But the referees were the worst Steelers stink. Bears stink. Refs were embarrassingly bad. I mean, on both sides, embarrassingly bad. And well, I mean, the Bears cover the over hits. The books did very well there. A lot of people on the under a lot of big money on the under and a lot of folks were on the Steelers in the public about 60 40 split at the most numbers I saw Bears cover and I teased it and we pulled it down. We would have gotten the teaser right, pulled it down to one. And if we had taken the over, pulled it down from 40 from 39 to 33 and taken the over, we would have cashed. But I didn't trust the Bears offense. And I also didn't trust them to turn the football over and to gift the Steelers multiple scores. Didn't see that coming. I thought they would be at least competitive and they were competitive. But then I thought the Steelers defense would be better and stop the Bears offense. And it didn't. So just I'm done with primetime unders. That's it. That was my last time. I will not bet a primetime under. I'm also done with same game parlays for a while. I I know a lot. A lot of you guys want, including me, I want to have action on the primetime games, but the numbers are getting sharper and sharper, and it's just a frustrating thing to to bet totals right now. I mean, it really is in and, you know, games that probably should have stayed under that game should have stayed under the 39. It should have stayed under. And instead, it goes way over and gets into the 50s. And you just kind of shake your head at it. You're just like, my goodness gracious, how many flags and just really ticky tack personal foul calls, taunting calls, just ridiculous flags all over the place from that refereeing crew. So not a good night. Bad read by me. No more same game teasers for a while because I can't get the totals right. I'm getting the sides right when pulling the sides down. And I just if I'm tempted to do a same game teaser, I just should take the dog. Like I just if I want to go from seven to one, just take the dog. Just take the points and just kind of hold my nose and hope it's not a blowout. And in the primetime games, they're not turning into blowouts because the referees are going to make sure it's not going to be a blowout. So just a bummer. All right. So here we are with our conversation for college basketball. Okay. I have two plays for us tonight. And I have two futures to give you, including a two unit future that I'm going to give you because I think we need to get on it because I think it's it's that much value to hop on it. And I, I don't normally do two units, but I think there's value. We're going to lay a little juice here, but I think there's value on jumping on this. So we'll do that. 
Right now, if you guys go listen to the Sharps Report, you can hear a half an hour conversation with myself and Brian Bevan, who is an avid uh, college basketball gambler. 30-minute talk on the on the first week of games. We break down five different games and also a lot of future conversations and outlooks for teams and breaking down some you know long-shot bets and things you might want to get into. So go listen to the Sharps Report if you like college basketball before you bet here on a Tuesday for college hoops. Go ahead and jump in on it. All right, so let me give you a quick rundown as to what I am looking at for college basketball here. We are going to tiptoe in. There are a couple of things that are about to happen that have not happened for over a year. Crowds. College basketball is the most difficult sport in all of sports to win on the road. All right. It is so difficult to win in some of these crazy barns and going to, you know, nowhere, Iowa or going down to Florida or going up to, you know, Washington or go to Spokane to go take on Gonzaga. I mean, it's just incredibly difficult. And in November, we have a lot of neutral site games that are going to have fans like the big event coming up here at MSG with two games, big games tonight. I'm going to wait and watch. Like we're going to watch Alabama, right? How does Bama look shooting threes for Nate Oates' team? We're going to watch the Creighton Blue Jays do those first half overs come in like they did last year. We're going to watch Villanova. Are they going to be killing people again in the Big East? Are we going to be watching Gonzaga? Are they just heads and tails better than everyone else that they're going to play? Are we going to be able to fade UCLA? I, I'm not buying UCLA by any means. They were a couple of possessions away from losing in the play-in game, and they went all the way to the Final Four. Now everyone's like, they're a top 10 team. Really? Oof, okay. I mean, could have fooled me. I mean, they were in the play-in game, but fine. Like, like the, the Pac-12 did very well in the tournament. We all knocked them all year, and in the tournament, they were awesome. So we're going to wait and watch, okay? I'm going to tiptoe in. I know we want to have some action, so I'm going to have one unit in play. I've got a half unit play, two half unit plays to give you guys. But look, if you want to fade it, you want to follow it, do whatever you want with this. I'm not going heavy by any means, and I really want to watch college basketball tonight. So we're not going to do NBA, not going to do uh, not going to do NHL. I'm just going to bet some college basketball. But let's start in the futures market. All right. Let's talk about Villanova who at DraftKings right now, you can get Villanova to win the Big East at minus 105. It was even money at certain books. I think offshores, you could find it even money. You can look around, look at BetMGM, look around, regular season, not tournament, okay, regular season. You can get this at, right now, at DraftKings for Villanova to win the regular season crown in the Big East. They're going to win the regular season crown, right? This is a two-unit bet for me. It's minus 105. They've got Colin Gillespie back, who's going to be the preseason. He's going to be the player of the year. He's preseason, but I mean, the kid's been around forever, okay? Fifth year, suffered a torn MCL late in the year. He is the emotional leader of this team. He is going to be an unbelievable force for this Wildcats team as long as he stays healthy. He's a guy who just stirs the drink. He averages about 14 points per game, hits a bunch of threes. He's a guy who plays big minutes. I I love this dude. I think he's going to be a monster weapon as long as he stays healthy for this team. Once again, there is depth upon depth for Jay Wright's team. You have Caleb Daniels, who's a guy I think is going to have a very nice year. Justin Moore was a second team. There is a preseason second team, all Big East selection. He will step up here. 
He'll be a scoring option, a guy that came off the bench last year, but will step into a shooting role, into a starting role here. Jermaine Samuels is a guy that will come in. Eric Dixon at center. Look, there's nobody, and I mean there's nobody in this conference that's going to come near to Nova. Connecticut is plus 470, okay? They are way, way back. Xavier plus 700, Butler 19 to 1, St. John's 20 to 1, Creighton 22 to 1, okay? This is all Villanova. And you're basically basically getting even money on Villanova to win the Big East. We're going two units here. Regular season crown runs through Nova in Philadelphia. I just don't see anybody in the conference coming near Villanova. They're probably going to run away with this and hide, to be quite honest. And I just think it's a down year for the Big East, except for everybody else, except Nova, who I think is a Final Four contender again, national championship contender again. When you bring back a guy like Colin Gillespie, you got to watch out for what Villanova and Jay Wright are going to be able to accomplish. Nova to win the Big East, minus 105, two units were dropping down on this. And I've got one more future bet. It's a one-unit wager, and we're going to the Missouri Valley. If you're new to the juice, by the way, get used to Big East. And Missouri Valley, <laughs> big game, two conferences I bet on a ton. Pac-12 too, but those are kind of the three conferences I look at. I do bet Big 12, I do bet Big 10, but my history, my knowledge, my eye all go to those three conferences because I watch them the most and I have the most experience covering them and, and, and watching these games. We're talking about Loyola Chicago, which interestingly enough, Loyola Chicago to win the Missouri Valley regular season conference title is plus 150. Now, I love me some Drake, okay? But we're going to see what Drake looks like. They've lost a bunch of players, including one to Kansas. They, they lost a bunch of players. You got Loyola, who lost the head coach in Porter Moser, who went to Oklahoma. Totally understand it, okay, what happens. But they've only lost one player. I mean, Crutwig's gone, okay? They're big from last year. But they're bringing back like everyone else, like everyone else. They got Lucas Williamson. They got Braden Norris. I mean, they've got Keith Clemens and Jaleb Hudson. I mean, these dudes, they're going to be deep and they're going to be really hard to deal with. And they've got a really young head coach. Okay, but this is a guy who was the right hand man. And he was a guy who, I mean, you could say Porter Moser did a lot, but Valentine was right there. And so they've got a new head coach who's young, but he's got a very experienced team. And again, I mean, Drake is probably their number one contender at plus two, uh, at plus uh, two twenty. Northern Iowa plus five hundred. Missouri State plus six fifty. Southern Illinois nineteen to one. Indiana State thirty to one. I just this is Loyola, man. They are experienced. They know how to win. They expect to win, and they could be a top 25 team this year if everything comes together, and they may make another run in the dance. Inexperienced coaching, fine. That comes into tournament play, and that comes into the NCAA tournament. Not in the regular season, okay? Loyola, regular season, one unit at plus 150 for Loyola Chicago to win the Missouri Valley Conference regular season. Those are my only two future bets in college basketball. Okay, the rest of it, I'm not really sure what happens. Okay, I think we're wide open here on a lot of these conferences. I think the Big 12 is wide open with Texas or KU. Sleep or not, don't sleep on Baylor, Purdue, Michigan, Ohio State, all three of those teams, Illinois as well in the Big 10. You got to watch out for them. 
I think St. Bonaventure is a pretty good bet to win the Atlantic 10, but a little bit ups and down. And look, the ACC is wide open in a lot of ways. North Carolina is five to one. That's insane value on the Tar Heels. It's insane value on the Tar- five to one on the Tar Heels to win the ACC with how talented they're going to be. I know they got a first year head coach. You know, you, you know, having those transitional years can be difficult. But Hubert Davis coming in five to one. I don't know. I, I mean, you, everyone's going to bet Duke at plus 230, but eh, it's Coach K's going away year. So that's where we're going to start here with what we're watching. Well, let's start with with Kansas and Michigan State first, and then we'll get to Duke and Kentucky coming up here tonight. Okay, so it's obviously a monster game. Monster, The Champions Classic is always awesome. Everyone wants to watch this, right? Everyone wants to be involved. Number has climbed to minus four and a half for Kansas. Kansas won't be at full strength due to a DUI. They've got a bunch of transfers coming in. Okay, this is going to be the story of college basketball in 2021-2022. All these new faces. Remy Martin is a baller. I love this kid. Remy Martin going from Arizona State, where he was Mr. Do-Everything, to Kansas, where he's got all these other players around him. Huge. Huge. But game one? Mm. Game one? I mean, Joseph, Joseph Yosefu, a player we fell in love with with Drake last year, He's on Kansas like he's another transfer coming in on Kansas. It's crazy how many players have transferred and moved around and on new teams. Kansas is going to be really, really good. Okay, they're a final four contender. They're a national championship contender. But this is Tom Izzo. All right. This is Tom Izzo. Game one out of the gate. Not saying I don't like Bill Self, but we've watched these games enough when Michigan State, because of the way that Izzo is and how well he coaches and how well he gets his players ready. You're giving me four and a half points on Tom Izzo. You might get five. You might get five and a half. The public is all over Kansas. Okay. All over Kansas. But what's crazy is that normally in these games, they come down to one or two possessions and the dogs historically have had a really good record against the spread. I got over a possession. I got Michigan state plus four and a half here. Maybe we get a back door, some late free throws, something coming down the stretch. Half a unit. I'm taking Michigan State. I'm taking Izzo. Michigan State to come up. You guys may get a better number than me. I got four and a half tonight here in Vegas in the Champions Classic. Unbelievable event. We always know that sometimes early in the year, maybe people don't know how good they are or where they are. KU's got a better roster. There's no debating that. I'm taking the better coach. I am taking Tom Izzo and Michigan State at plus four and a half. And then let's talk about Duke and Kentucky. Numbers one. All right. Paulo Bonchero, the six foot nine, 250 pound dude shooting threes runs could be the number one pick overall, former Gatorade player of the year in Washington. I mean, if this kid plays the way people think he could now, they're not comparing him to Zion. He doesn't have Zion type athleticism, but he may be a better all around player than Zion. He may be a better passer than Zion. A lot of people like this kid a lot. This is Coach K's going away season. All right. We know that Coach K is retiring at the end of the year. Both North Carolina and Duke will have new coaches coming up next season, which is kind of crazy that we're talking about new coaches. But Coach K is handing things off and he's got John Shire there for the run. And then it's his program. And Shire has been recruiting really, really well. And this talented team for Duke is going to be really, really tough to deal with. Kentucky is going to be Kentucky. But Kentucky, like everyone else, has all these you know transfers coming in and freshmen coming in. It's can they put everything together? Can they put this roster together? They're going to be really good in the beginning of well, probably conference play. But right now, 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is Coach K against Coach Cal. I'm a UMass guy. Coach Calipari, my freshman year, went to a Final Four. I'm a Coach Cal fan. I like Coach Cal. But in these games, there is a little bit of a coaching mismatch. And you better believe that Coach K is going to be locked in all year long on this season to go out and try to win, you know, ACC regular season, ACC tournament, and the national championship in his final year of coaching. I'm going to go with Duke here. I'm only laying a point. Duke minus one, half a unit, taking Duke over Kentucky at minus one. Could be a defensive battle, could be a lower scoring game than people think, but I'm just taking Duke because a couple of reasons. Well, one, I think Coach K, but two, it's going to be a pro Duke crowd big time. I mean, it's so many Duke. It's why they play in this thing every year. It's why they play in the Champions Classic. It's why they play at MSG. It's because Duke fans, there are so many Duke fans in New York City. They go there. They move there for the financial district, the financial jobs, and they just go bonkers when Duke comes and plays at MSG. Can't I'm not saying Kentucky can't win, but again, we're going light because it's early. These are tough games to call. If I go 0-2, I go 0-2. So be it, okay? Fade it if you want. I'm taking Michigan State plus 4.5 and and Duke minus 1, both for a half a unit. All right? So Nova to win the Big East regular season at minus 105 for two units. Go shop around and find that. And Loyola at plus 150. Let me see real quick because this number was moving tonight. Uh, And I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys the best number. It's the number I got, but I want to make sure you guys are getting the same best number that I got uh, for the Big East uh, for conference winners. Um, looking at the Big East, and yeah, it's still minus 105. That's great. So it's minus 105 for Villanova to win. Uh, again, just so you know, in the event of a tie, the winner of this bet, the, the conference one seed wins this bet. All right. So if Nova has the same record as somebody else and they lose a tiebreaker, we lose. Okay. But if they win a tiebreaker and they're one, the one seed, that's who it is going into the tournament. Whoever the one seed is for the tournament in New York for the Big East, that's who wins the bet. So two unit bet. I never do this, but it's a future wager that I think has tons of value and we should get plus money on both future wagers like this. We're not getting it. So we're going two units at minus 105 at DraftKings for Villanova to win the Big East and Loyola at plus 150 to win the Missouri Valley Conference. You can shop around. FanDuel's got that right now. DraftKings too for, for, for Loyola Chicago to win the, the Valley. So not the Big East, the Missouri Valley Conference at plus 150 for one Unit. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Each and every morning, it's the Daily Juice Podcast. Always being brought to you by BetMGM.